A reading from the second letter of St. Peter. Beloved, we did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we had been eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when that unique declaration came to him from the majestic glory. This is my son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice come from heaven while we were together with him on the mountain, the holy mountain. Moreover, we possess, we possess the prophetic message that is altogether reliable. You will do well to be attentive to it as to a lamp shining in a dark place until day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with them. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. 
listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell prostrate and were very much afraid. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Rise and do not be afraid. And when the disciples raised their eyes, they saw no one else but Jesus alone. As they were coming down from the mountain, Jesus charged them, do not tell the vision to anyone until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you. As we hear about the transfiguration this weekend, the question in my heart was, have I ever received a mountaintop experience where it seemed like my life had changed for the better because of this one major event? I think this is a question we can all ask ourselves and it doesn't have to be one major event, but something maybe even general, a moment where we saw that, I could, that you could never be the same again, an experience, an encounter. This is what Saints Peter, James, and John experienced there on that mountaintop. And when we have one of those experiences, we, like them, have three things going on. The obvious is they encountered the living God, but they also had an experience of self-discovery of who they are in the image and likeness of God, and also a deeper understanding of another person or a situation or both. Starting with the first, the encounter they had with the living God. Jesus at this moment on the mountain was fulfilling our first reading. This very deep and mysterious prophecy from the prophet Daniel. It was confusing to the Israelites because of the term that Daniel chose to, to describe this divine-like being who was surrounded by flames of fire, seated on a throne, carried on a chariot. All of these images were, were divine, messiahic titles, messiahic prophecies that the prophet Daniel was building upon. But then he uses the term to describe this divine person as the Son of Man. And Jesus will take up that term throughout the Gospels. But what's so confusing to a Jewish listener is that the Son of Man is used a couple times in the scriptures before the prophet Daniel quotes it. And when you hear it, you don't think of a divine-like person 
but rather more of a human or lowly, humble person. In the book of Genesis, God uh, describes Adam as a son of man. And then later, the psalmist, King David, says, O son of man, you are like a worm, low on the dust of the earth. So Jesus fulfilling this prophecy of Daniel is revealing so much more of himself that he is both divine but also human, fully man and fully God. And he's showing this to his three disciples on the mountain. Not only that, but Jesus appears with two of the greatest prophets in Israelites' history, Moses and Elijah. Moses being the greatest prophet in Jewish history. In fact, in Deuteronomy, it is said that only the Messiah will be greater than Moses. And then Elijah, who was taken up in the whirlwind, straight to heaven. And Jesus places himself above them in this image as the two as the three disciples view Jesus, see him transfigured on the mountain in his glory. Not only that, but when we think about this divine message of Jesus being in the clouds and a message coming from the clouds from God the Father to a pagan ear, only the highest God was in the clouds. So Jesus is even placing himself above all of the false gods that the pagans upheld, showing that he is the greatest. He is the only God to worship. But not only that, the disciples were learning something more about themselves. The message that God gave, God the Father gave to them, describing Jesus, saying, this is my beloved son, who I am well pleased. Listen to him. And St. Peter in, his second re in our second reading today recounts this phrase. This phrase stuck with him. And probably because when we see and know Jesus, we start to see and know ourselves. St. Peter knew that he also was a beloved son of the Father. He was learning from God the Father that he is a beloved son with James and John on that mountaintop. When we have an encounter, an experience with God, we get overwhelmed with his love. And last weekend, as I was on the Steubenville retreat with the high schoolers, I could only think about my moment in that same gym, my freshman year of high school, truly encountering God and being so overwhelmed with his love that I couldn't control myself. I was moved to tears because I saw him face to face 
there in the Eucharist, there in front of me, and I knew I was his beloved son. And this is the same message, the same love that Jesus speaks to us today, that God the Father proclaims over us today, that we are his beloved sons and daughters. And he desires to encounter us here at this altar. But not only that, when we encounter him, Jesus goes down the mountain and tells them not to tell anyone of this vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. Well, this gospel today is from the Gospel of Matthew, but not only Matthew, Mark and Luke also put this at the center. And in fact, it is the turning point of Jesus's ministry and mission. He heads straight for Jerusalem where he is going to be raised up on the cross, where he is going to die for each, each of us. He is moving straight towards that love so that we could receive that divine adoption as beloved sons and daughters of God the Father. So as we receive and behold him here today, let us recall our adoption from God the Father, that he truly loves us as his son and daughter.